Welcome to Mindful Moments of Mars. What's this, you say? Is my voice now showing signs of more health, healthfulness, health, healthiness than it did for the previous episode? I think it is. I think I'm feeling a lot better and sounding better, hopefully too, which will help with the upcoming uh, reading of uh, a story which is kind of picked up a bit. So Tara of Helium... Sorry, have I explained what this is? Many people probably are listening to Mindful Moments of Mars the first time and thinking, what is this? Is this an audio experience where someone talks about whether or not they were healthy in the previous episode? It is that, yes. But also, it's an audio experience where we use the mindful, the mindful writings of Edgar Rice Burroughs to explore Barsoom and mindfulness. Um, he, he wrote many books about multiple planets, one of which was Mars or Barsoom, as it's known to his characters. Um, and John Carter was, was one of those characters. And so is Tara Helium, the daughter of John Carter, and she has just been captured by the the Lud. The Lud. They seem to be some faction of lobster head creatures who ride about on human like bodies. Is that clear? I hope that's clear. I hope I've explained that well uh, and concisely. So uh what 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 we're I'm going to do is I'm going to read from this story and while I'm reading you can just mindfully reflect on what I'm saying and and take a moment from your from your busy day to um think about lobster people let's go the girl was given but brief opportunity for further observation of the pitiful creatures the pitiful creatures here are headless bodies that are <coughs> I'm still a little bit sick but I'll be okay uh, they're headless creatures, headless humans that are used by the lobster heads. I say lobster heads. They're heads, like like a human head, but oblate in shape. And they have little pincers and le- legs, leggings to run around on. Um, they, they run around and they climb onto these bodies and they use them. Um, so... Tara is now among the pitiful creatures that she's thinking, she's calling them pitiful. I mean, who's to judge them? These are the headless humans. That's what she's calling the pitiful creatures. The girl was given but brief opportunity for further observation of the pitiful creatures in the enclosure as her captor, after having directed the others to return to the fields, led her toward the tower, which they entered, passing into an apartment about 10 feet wide and 20 long. In one end. So I'm picturing like Fraser's apartment from Fraser. I don't know if those dimensions match up. Ten, 10 feet wide and 20 long. No, it's... I'm Okay, I'm still picturing Fraser's apartment, but reduced in size, but with all the furniture the same size as in the original, so it's quite cramped. 10 feet wide and 20 long, in one end of which was a stairway leading up to an upper level. So it might be even nicer than Fraser's apartment because I think his is, is just one level. And in the other, an opening to a similar, similar stairway leading downward. This is very flush. The chamber, though on a level with the ground, was brilliantly lighted by windows in its inner wall. 
the light coming from a circular court in the center of the tower. If you remember, this apartment is in a tower which is quite similar to the sort of tower where one might expect silage to be stored. But, get this, the outer wall of it has prisms on it. So could there be silage in such such a tower? Turns out there's not. There's a Fraser, Fraser Crane-like apartment. Um, but instead of looking out over Seattle, it looks inwards into the center of the tower where there's a circular court that's well lit. Um, the walls of this court appeared to be faced with what resembled glazed white tile and the whole interior of it was flooded with dazzling light, a fact which immediately explained to the girl the purpose of the glass prisms of which the domes were constructed. <coughs> Are we all immediately, do we, have we all immediately had that explained to ourselves? So the inner, the inside of the court, the circular court in the center of the tower is, is very well lit. I think it's because the prisms on the outside are directing the light to that location. The stairways themselves were sufficient to cause remark, since in nearly all Barsoomian architecture, inclined runways are utilized for the purposes of communication between different levels. And especially is this true of the more ancient forms and of those of remote districts where fewer changes have come to alter the customs of antiquity. So ancient Barsoomian architecture is very ramp heavy. They, they're a ramp oriented architectural society. They, for many years, you might say, in Barsoomian architecture, they were on a roll does that make sense? The rolling on the on the ramp. Um, let's take a breath.